What is up, y'all? Before we start today's episode, I have a little reminder for you. Tomorrow is the last day to sign up and apply for Show Up and Lead Mastermind. If you have been thinking about this since the last mastermind, if you know you want to be in this group, I invite you to join. We are going to get started with this group in February, and it kicks off with a live virtual event. It's a three-day event where you, me, and the entire group are going to dig into your business. You're going to be making decisions about your business for the next six months to a year. I will be helping you walk through exactly what to change, what to edit, what to think about, what to journal on, and you're going to plan the next three years of your business. So if you want to be a part of this group, if you want to be in community with really, really cool people, I invite you to join. You feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any questions or you can go to catdelcarmen.com slash mastermind for all the details. I will see you on the other side. My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are doing well. I am so, so excited for today's episode. But before we get started, I wanted to talk about a few client wins. I was writing some copy for my emails. And while I was writing it, I started really thinking about all the things that the women inside of Show Up and Lead Mastermind have been doing. And it's freaking incredible. It really, really is. I'm going to read you this. This was like the email that I sent, but I'm going to read you the results. Imagine this, selling out your one-on-one coaching practice for the entire 2023 year. Launching your first group program the same month you secure your first six figures in business. Pivoting your Patreon members to a fully branded membership of your own and creating 300 plus clients within your first two launches. Companies within your niche paying you to coach, one-on-one coach people from your own audience and they are sponsoring the spots. Finally facing your money beliefs and facing your money and realizing that you doubled your revenue from last year. Hiring a therapist after making a huge goal because you know you want all the support when you for your goal next year. Hitting six figures while being a full-time student. I should say not just a full-time student, but like a full-time master's student. Creating a five-figure launch and breaking the scarcity cycle after two flopped launches. 
These are just some of the results that the people inside Show Up and Lead Mastermind are creating. You guys, did you hear all this? When I was writing this, I was just writing it and thinking of the people. I didn't, I didn't think much of it. But when I read it back to myself, I was like, what? These are the kind of people you want to be next to. Like, it's just incredible listening back and or listening to that and, and seeing all of the transformation that's happening. Like, look, money is one thing, but also the transformation that happens in your life. So anyways, I wanted to share that because it is just, it was just so freaking cool to read. And also, doors close to show up and lead tomorrow. And and that's tomorrow if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. But on December 7th, it's the last day to show to sign up for Show Up and Lead Mastermind. And I want to invite you to join. If you've been thinking about it, if you know you want to work with me, if that's you, come join me. Let's talk. Let's see if this program is good for you. And the last day to join is tomorrow. Okay, let's get to this episode. I'm so excited for this episode. One, because my long, long time client and just Sophie Halfin, she is a psychologist and manifestation coach. She is on today's episode. And one, I just want to celebrate her because this year, couple months ago, she hit six figures in her business for the first time ever. And she's worked so hard for this, y'all. I have had the best, best, biggest privilege to work with her since the beginning of her business and watching her grow, watching her shift business models, scale, all of it. It's been such a freaking pleasure. We actually have another podcast episode um, from a while back called How 25 No's Turned Into $50,000. She is really so resilient and just really just faces her business and goes for goes for her crazy goals. And I'm just so proud of her. So one, I wanted to celebrate her, but two... We're having a really good discussion today. We're talking about making money, but we're also talking about mental health. We're talking about depression. We're talking about anxiety. And we're talking about the realities of life happening while you're growing your business. I think so many people, they hold off really taking their business seriously or investing in their business or scaling their business or whatever the case is. And they do this because they're they're either living in indecision or they are nervous to go to the next level while life is happening. But let me tell you something. Life is going to happen in your business all the time. All the time. And on today's episode, Sophie and I are having a very real and raw conversation of what that looks like. I picked her brain and asked her exactly how she created six figures, especially as a Spanish speaking coach who sells to mainly Latin America. 
Like, how did she make six figures? I asked her those questions and we got into just the realities of the ups and downs in business. And I really, really think you're going to take a lot away from this episode. And just remember that humans, like us as humans, life is 50-50. Sometimes life is going to be in its downs and you're still going to have your business. So you're going to love today's episode. And one more reminder, if you've taken something away from any of these episodes on Latinas Booked Out podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a review and share it on your Instagram stories. This is how the podcast grows. So it would mean the world to me. All right, y'all, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, Sophie. Welcome to Latinas Booked Out podcast for the second time. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. And I was just thinking that I you're such an inspiration to me. I always tell myself like if Kat has like a business, two kids, a house, and everything you have, like I can manage like everything I have on my plate. <laughs> you have a lot on your plate too though. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you're such an inspiration to me that it's just like, wow. You are an inspiration to me. Like, you're freaking 25, right? Yes. I was a mess at 25. I was, I don't know, probably smoking a lot of weed. (laughs) Um, Like, just wishing and dreaming that I would, like, not have to go to school. (laughs) I don't know. I forget where I was, but... I definitely wasn't running a six-figure business at 25 (laughs) years old. Like, I just want you to, like, take that in. When you put it like that, it's crazy. (laughs) Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's Sophie. That's, That's all you. You created that. You created that from, like, your hands. Like, your hands and your mind and your thoughts and, like, your intentions. Like, you did that. I know. It's crazy. Okay, you guys, we're just talking like it's just us. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited about today's episode. You have been on the episode before, and that episode was so incredible. It's I, for, I it's called something like from 25, 25 no's to, to like $50,000 or something like that, yeah. like something crazy. But that episode was so good because I think it helped a lot of people realize that like, okay, no's are going to be a part of this process and feeling rejection and feeling frustration is a part of this process. And surprise, surprise, you guys, it's also part of the process of six figures and beyond. <laughs> like it is a part of the process. So the reason I wanted Sophie on the podcast again is one to celebrate you because it I've I've had the honor of like seeing you on this journey at such a close view that I'm sure a lot of people don't get to see. And it's just been such a freaking honor to watch you grow and and just like see you through all all of the ups and downs in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship. Um, but I wanted to celebrate you because you work so hard to get here, and and it's just the beginning. Like it's still just the beginning. So first, I celebrate you. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, let's 
let's get down to the business. Like I want people to get a very realistic understanding of what it takes, not only to like, I want to touch on a couple of things, not only to hit six figures, but also you have, you have your signature group program, which is manifiestate. It's a, like a membership style. It's, I call it program, but I know you have a different name for it, but it's basically a program for people who really want to manifest in their life. And I want to talk to you about it because you've had so many versions of it. And I know that a lot of people have a lot of, they're just scared to evolve their program and you have taken some very big risks with this specific program and you've evolved it quite a bit since it's first, first, first version. So I want to talk about like that process as well, along with the emotions and the feelings that come with hitting like big numbers, like six figures, right? Like this was something that you, when we talked originally almost two years ago, uh, two years ago, right? Yeah. Almost two years ago. Um, you, you like, this was like a dream. Like this was so far and you were like, nobody takes my business seriously in my family and la 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 la. And, and it just felt so far. And now you're here. It's just reality. Um, and you made it happen. So I want to talk about both of those, both of those things. First, I want to start with a very general question and we could just see where the conversation goes. How, like when people, and you were just telling me that you, you, you talked to your team about this, but like, how the heck did you create six figures in your business and, and beyond? Because now, like, if we look at her business from like the birth until now, it's like definitely beyond that. Um, how did you do that? Especially in selling to Latin America, where I have a couple clients, including you who sell in Latin America. And I know there's a lot of limiting beliefs around like people here can't afford X, Y, Z. Um, how did you do this? Like, how did Sophie create this with her in from 23 to 25? Like with your current brain, you did this. Tell us a little bit about that. (laughs) It's crazy. Like you just say that and I'm like, what the hell? I mean, we don't even have two years working together. Like we started in March, I think of 20. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was March. It was March. So I mean, like a year and a half, basically a year and a half. And one thing that I know helped me so, so freaking much was I had a very strong purpose. Like there was something bigger than, than me that really moved me. And the thing is, I have, as everyone hearing this, a very complex life story. And I have always used that as my main source of of power you know like it's been very empowering to me through to be yeah to like go through difficulties and then use that as my own personal power to see like oh my god I learned so much from this I really wish 
nobody had to go through the same story without the tools that I gained in the process. So that very strong purpose was the main driver that got me here. I had be, I had that belief in the people, you know. I really, really believe that nobody must go through life without knowing it could be so much better. That for me, that's manifestation, you know. Like, yes, life is going to be hard. Like, life is life. But there are ways to navigate life. And that's your choice. So that was, that's so good on its own because you could tell just in the way that you're talking about it, that it's like, you had like conviction, like, like you guys, it doesn't have to be this way. Like there is some there, like, I, I know about these tools sometimes. Um, I think I actually, I don't know where I brought this up lately, but sometimes I'll talk about it. It's like, what if you sold your offer? Like you had the cure to cancer. And Mm. for you, the way you just talked about it right now, it was like, no, 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 nobody should like, everybody needs to know what this tool is. Everybody needs to know what I know because it doesn't have to be like this. I always think about like the cure of cancer thing. And I'm like, yes, Yes, like it's so important. Like I remember like my hardest moments where I was like dealing with depression for the first time. And I was like, I really thought I was going to die. You know, I was, I really thought my mind was going to like take life away from me. Yeah. And like it pains me so much to think about people going through that. And I had nobody to talk to, you know, like I remember like the first time I found it was like a blog of someone like describing how they felt. And I felt so like, I don't know, it was like, oh, my God, finally, someone understands what I'm going through. And I think that was like the light for me at the end of the tunnel. And yeah, it was like, if I can do this. And that's how my Instagram started. Like, if I can do this for one person every single day, I'm done. And it's incredible how easy you take that for granted. Like, things start going well, and I took that for granted, like, so fast. I was like, oh, suddenly one person is not enough. You know, I want, like, more people. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I mean, I still tell myself that when I go out there and market and I'm feeling like super insecure or I'm feeling like in my head, I'm like, no, 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 Kat, remember, remember like just one person, like just help one of your clients, just help one person in your audience. Like if it can help them, then that's enough. Like that's just enough. Like that's okay. You don't need to like rub your ego and like, you know, like it's not about that. Like just help the one person. Totally. The second thing I know that helped me so much, uh, it was that I, I think I was like humble enough to know that I couldn't make it on my own. And I needed to invest like in a mentor, in the resources, you know, like I always saw my brain and my identity as my biggest and most important investment. Because I know about manifestation, I know that everything I feed my brain, it's like the result of my reality. That's so good. Yeah. And I'm like hearing myself and I'm like, 
it's incredible. You're like wisdom. (laughs) Everything I feed my brain is, wait, what did you say? It's like a result of my reality. Yes. That's what you said. Right. That is so, so good. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I mean, it's incredible because two weeks ago I was like crying in a coaching call with God. Like I'm going to throw everything away. Like fuck this business. Like I'm done. Yeah. But you know, so we, we had that coaching call, but it brought up so much for me because I, I mean, so for, to give you guys a little bit more context, we were on a coaching call for a group coaching call for show up and lead mastermind. And Sophie was so vulnerable to be like, just share how she was feeling in the midst of like a lot happening in her business. And I think it really opened up a conversation of like, we just like openly got to talk about how it feels to run a business while you are human with human emotions and human experiences and go through human things like depression, like anxiety, like just mental health in general. And I, I really like one commend you for like bringing it up because it also just helped me one realize like I have these calls with my clients, like for this round, I have one-on-ones with clients and like, you're not the only one who like was able to share and be open. Like there's a lot of clients that are like, Hey, I have two clients in my head that I'm thinking of, um, in one-on-one calls were open with me about, they're like, I finally got on medication for, I think my anxiety and one, another person for, for depression. And I feel so good. And in the middle of all this, like of all of you guys being so vulnerable, I'm also in my life, like thinking originally that I had like surpassed postpartum anxiety and depression, and I wasn't going to experience it. Um, but then it like hit me like a ton of bricks. And I remember just, I mean, it's a roller coaster. I think for me, postpartum has been a roller coaster of emotions because like one week I'm like, Oh my God, I'm the shit. Like I'm a fucking mom running a business. <laughs> and then the, uh, the next week I'm like, does anyone care about me? Like I could just disappear. And I think it's just important to talk about this because I feel like people think of people will look at you and people will look at me and they'll be like, Oh my God, like that's incredible. Like she's so inspirational and la 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 la. But like the truth is like we have, we are humans and we have lives and you are human listening to this and you are going to go through like human experiences as you build your business. So Sophie, tell us a little bit of how you've managed, like going through whether it's depression or anxiety or, or life stuff, right? Like you also wear a lot of fucking hats and I know this about you and you, you also value your life and your friends and like your lifestyle, right? Tell us about how you manage this while you've built your business in the last year to two years. 
So for that, the first thing I'm going to say is that when I invested in you, like one of the first things you ever told me is that I had to learn to have like a separation between my business and me as a person. Like I'm never going to forget that because that made me realize that I was like validating myself through my social media, through how my business was, you know, like if it was a success or not. Yeah. And if I hadn't made that, like, you know, separation or whatever, before I began experiencing depression again, I don't think I would have managed. Because that was like so essential to me. Because, so to give a little bit of context, I started, like, I have had depression in my life before. I didn't have any, thanks God, from 2020 um, was the last time until now. And in, I think it was May this year, like, it started, like, coming back. And I was like, oh, no, it's not coming back. It's not coming back. Like, I tried to silence it for a while. I tried to, like do it on my own, you know, like go back to my practices, like do everything I could until like it was beyond my capability and I looked for help again, etc. And um, one thing that I admire, I think of myself is that I was depressed in my life. I was not depressed in my business, you know, mm. like, my business, my coaching, my everything was running so good. Yeah. And I am so glad that I made that separation before because I know that if I hadn't worked on that, I work it with, I, yeah, we work on it a lot. Like, I don't know how I will have managed, you know? That was a big, big, big help because it came to a point where I could like be honest with myself and say like, if I have to pause my business because I can't coach, I don't have the energy, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to die. Like nothing's going to happen. Like it's fine. Yes. And that security like within me, oof, like, it was like the biggest motivation, like to know mm -hmm. that nothing was going to happen. Like I was yeah. safe to do that. That is pretty incredible to feel that safe and to feel that like secure in your like business, like business decisions to be like, well, worst case scenario, if I need to take a break, like it is fine. It is okay. And I've had a similar conversation with myself with this pregnancy, postpartum, just having so much growth this year in my life and so much, like a lot of my work this year had to do with exactly what you're talking about, really separating myself from my business, like my self-worth and my, like all of that, because in my head I was like, oh, like. I'm a good coach if I have a lot of money in my bank account, 
But this year I changed my whole business model, which you've experienced too. Like, and when you change your whole business model, like the money doesn't like flow in every month. Like when you're selling one-on-one, like that's just not how it goes. Like you have to learn how to make money in a different way. And it's going to take as many launches, as many experiences to do that and to be able, and this is a process y'all. It's not like we're like perfect, like so secure all the time. but it's a process. And I, I, I think it's important for like the listeners to realize that like the process of scaling your business, like, especially if you're like in the 25 K 50 K arena, like doubling that is going to come with a lot of growth. If you don't subscribe to like the hustle, hustle, hustle culture. Like you can hustle, hustle, hustle and hate your life and make a lot of money. Like that's just true. Both of us would probably have double the money we have now if we just like worked through our emotions and like whatever. Right. That being said, that's just not the way we do business. And there's a way of like creating financial success while also like honoring yourself and where you are in the journey. And you always talk about this, that it is so important that for me has been like, wow, that it's like, there are many ways to get to the same place, like to scale your business, to have a six figure business. The thing is like, how do you want to get there? Like, that's one thing. And how do you want to feel when you get there? Like, I always think about that. And I, I really, this year, I was looking through my journal before this podcast and I forgot a lot about this this year, but I wrote in my journal that this was the year I was willing to leave money on the table to be able to create, you know, like the mindset, the backstage, like the admin and the legal work, like everything to be able to, sustain a six-figure business. Ah, that's so good. And there are periods of that. Like I remember when, um, it, I think it was last year when I got coaching to keep doing one-on-one instead of doing a group. And I like really hated that coaching. And I was like, I've been doing one-on-one, like it's time to move, like it's time to do this. And I just remember having a lot of thoughts of like, this is slowing my growth. This is like, I want to make more, I want to make more money. Like this is going to pause, like leaving money on the table is going to be blah, 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 blah. And what I realized in that time, it was like, it, that was my time to really one, start understanding, like it was just taking care of other parts of my business. Like I needed to understand my process. I needed to fix a lot of things in my back end of my business. And like, that was the chapter of my business where I needed to like, look under the hood and clean some things up before I got to like my next level. And, and even this year, like it's been like, I I keep calling them million dollar lessons. Like I think the lessons that like I've learned that you've learned this year specifically, it's like the amount of emotion, like regulating our nervous system that we've done. It's like, this is such good preparation to the amount of abundance 
that is like right over the hill <laughs> because when we do get there it's we're just going to be so much more well equipped for your next level my next level whatever that is because we've been able to like face these emotions and take care of ourselves in these emotions and separate ourselves from our business totally totally i'm going to be completely transparent the moment i realized that i had a six figure business i was in bogota where i live in an uber i was crying because i was still dealing with some issues of my past relationship like a relationship that ended like two years ago i was still crying And I was looking at the numbers and I was telling myself, like, this is not enough. This is not enough. And in that moment, I realized, like, the importance of all the work I have been doing. And I told myself, like, I don't want to get any other level of my business, like, feeling like this. Like, there was a part of me that was able to look at the numbers and to see how big of a deal it was and there was like this other part of me that was still like mm -hmm. nope like anyone can do that you know like you're not so like such a an incredible woman. like that's not a big thing like whatever six figures whatever mm -hmm. so in that moment like I promised myself like even if it takes a little bit longer and accepting that has been really hard I don't want to feel like that, celebrating something big, like ever again. A hundred percent. And like, I felt very similar when I hit certain milestones too. Like for me, it was when I hit 50K and when I hit 200K, I just felt like I wanted to like hide. And I felt like, like, I just, I don't know. And I think everyone experiences different it differently, but Um, I know my, my coach, Stacey Bayman will, she talks about this in like growing your capacity for abundance mm. and like, she doesn't call, I don't know if she says it like that, but like, basically it is growing a capacity for, for it. I, I don't even know if abundance is the right word, but it's like when you, I think so many of us don't grow up being like being able to feel safe, being proud of ourselves, Right. And like having the safety to be like, we did good. So when we did really good, <laughs> it's like our brain, like we have to learn how to talk to ourselves in those moments. And we have to learn how to, I mean, I, I was going to say celebrate yourself, but celebrating yourself feels so far in those moments. Like sometimes it literally takes, for me, I remember when I hit 200K, I, it took like two or three full weeks to just internalize it. And I was just like, I just need to like, because my body just felt like rejecting it. And, and I was just like, I, I just need to like feel this, like whatever this is, I need to feel it. And then finally, after that time, I remember I put on my favorite song to dance to when I hit milestones and I grabbed my son and we danced in his room. I'm going to cry. And I just like, let myself celebrate, you know? And that was a big deal because it's so hard to celebrate ourselves sometimes when we hit these big milestones. Yeah. 
sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, that was so beautiful. Like, well, I had like the picture on my head. Have and you been able to celebrate? I've been like now I have been like, I have been able like to tell my friends, to tell my family, but I was just like thinking of like, this wasn't that long ago. This was like two months ago or three months ago. It was in September, I think. Yeah. My depression got so much worse when that happened. Ah, and I'm just like, ah, I'm looking at myself with like so much compassion because holy fuck, like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy that it could be like that. And for those of you listening, like first, I just, this is such a good conversation. Like this is the real true reality, like pulling the curtains, like, like aside for you to see what it really feels like. But I think that people think, I think, I mean, not people just we're humans. And sometimes we could think that like, when our life gets really hard, like we can't run our businesses or when life gets really hard, we can't, you know, there's no way to grow it. I think especially people who are like feeling stuck in their business at like an income that they're not happy with. So like, I know a lot of, I'm thinking of a lot of people who are stuck at like the 30 K range, the 50 K range, um, or, and they're telling themselves they're stuck. I'm not saying, (laughs) but it can feel like things are out of your control or it can feel like you can't show up for your business when your life is, you know, looking like X, Y, Z. And I just want this to be like, uh, I want this to be an example for you guys listening that like, we are two entrepreneurs here running our businesses incredibly imperfectly like as incredibly imperfect humans. (laughs) And that is like, okay, we still give an immense amount of value. We still show up for our clients. Um, And crazy enough, you could still make money. (laughs) And I think this, like this life processes, like we go through like these human emotions, like they just make you, a way more better coach yes oh my god like and again being completely honest like I'm currently in Panama this is my hometown to be able to get the support I needed I needed to go back to my mother's house I haven't lived with my mom like for a while now and for me it's like you know taking the decisions to actually give myself what I need it's what I will say to anyone in this journey so good I second that like a thousand percent I I'm I mean I'm like a hundred percent y'all in a very very tough chapter of my life like I've had a new baby I'm dealing with like like I'm very hot and cold. I definitely am dealing with postpartum depression and anxiety, but they come at like different levels. Like sometimes I'm fine and, and sometimes I'm really not. It's just a hard time in my life. That being said, 
it's also a time like the way I've decided to really take care of myself in these moments are to get the most support for myself. Like there is nothing I will not do to make sure I'm supported right now. Like I'm prioritizing that more than anything. And for me, what that looks like is like for you, it's like, I need to be with my family. I need to be with my mom. I want to be in my room, right? Like I want to be in these, in this environment where I feel like secure and supported. (laughs) Really, honestly, I think healing comes in like safe spaces Mm -hmm. and community. Like when I'm, Mm -hmm. I, I looked at that recording and I was like, oh my God, like I cried my eyes out and I Mm -hmm. said like so many like very vulnerable things Mm -hmm. in front of these people Mm -hmm. you know but I felt so safe like Mm -hmm. just talking about it like it healed me you know yeah no for sure and I'm doing like for me what it looks like is an I have a nanny that I who helps me a lot and like it's a lot of, it's a big, um, financial, like it's, it's a lot of money, but for me, there's like nothing I won't do to make sure I don't have that support. I hired a therapist for the first time in a really, really, really long time. Um, I have a health coach. I got my, my own business coaching. I am even thinking about getting a life coach separate than, my than all of that but it's like if this is what I need right now I'm a hundred percent okay with that and like let me be very clear this is a luxury that I get like to do this and it's such a privilege that I am able to do this but also I also want to recognize that making these decisions also comes with like a lot of other things that come up like scarcity or you're going to be behind or whatever, right? Like so many thoughts come up when you make this decision, when, when you choose to get support for yourself, it's not like, it's just like, I'm going to support myself and spend all the money and it's going to feel really good. No, like every, every time I pay a coach, I'm like, wow, this is a lot of fucking money I'm spending. And do I want to do this when I have like a little bit of debt that I want to pay off? Or when I have like all these other things that I want to, you know, do. So it does these, just because I we're supporting ourselves, it doesn't mean that the decisions come easy. Totally. And I want to touch on something that you said, and I think it was so valuable that you talked about this, like if you are in the 30K or 25K or 50K level and you're stuck, something that has been very hard for me this year is to accept the fact that my results you know, are like a mirror of my thoughts. And holy hell, when I like, when I, I always wanted to have like a six figure business, but when it like happened and I realized like I had so many thoughts about money, like I have been putting up, like making six figures because I had so many thoughts about what am I going to do with this money, you know, and things like that, like my thoughts, thoughts that I wasn't even aware of were a reflection of where I was getting stuck. 
so, so true. I love that you said like my results are a direct reflect of my thoughts. And I think that's so true. And I think that's why people like when people say, um, I don't know how people say, but like, basically like you're going to get the results that you're kind of ready for, that your business is ready for, that you can handle. I think it's just so, so true every single time, like every single time I've launched my program or every single time I like, um, you know, made a scary business decision or, or every time I get results that I'm like, not a hundred percent happy with, I always have to look at like, okay, like take some responsibility. And I don't know if that's, that's a word that a lot of people don't like, but it's kind of the truth. (laughs) Um, take some responsibility of like, okay, I'm at this level or my launch created this without shaming myself and just looking at this logically, how can I just take responsibility of like, where I, you know, I didn't show up for A, B, and C, or I did show up for this and I could have done this differently. We were talking about this, um, during a coaching call. I don't know when, I I think it was a coaching call with, with another group. Um, but we were talking about like sometimes, oh, it was with Soledad. She was talking about like her wellness journey and, and I was, we were talking about her launch and her wellness journey and choosing her wellness. And I was sharing like with my pregnancy and, um, the first launch of show up and lead mastermind, like I could only do so much literally because my body, like I needed to take care of my body. And the question that we were talking about is like, will that affect your results? Yeah, it will affect your results. You're going to make less money when you like take care of yourself and make some scary decisions to honor your body and yourself. Yes. The answer is fucking yes. But going back to what you said earlier, Sophie, like, how do you want to feel when you hit the six figures? How do you want to feel when you're scaling your business to 500 K to a million dollars? How do you want to do that? Because you do have a choice. And I just think it's important for people to see that, like we they're leaving money on the table. Doesn't feel good, but there are lessons in it. And the first and most crucial step to be willing to take responsibility, to be willing to leave money on the table and all of these very difficult things is working on this separation between your value and your business value. Because for me, like if you don't work on that, it's like impossible because of course, like you're putting so much pressure on yourself, like to make it. And I'm talking about this because I do it to myself, you know, um, because there's a part of you that's waiting for this validation that by the way, is like crucial for you to live because we're humans and that's how our psychology operates. And you're, get, you're like, you want to get it through your business because like, it's the easiest way to validate yourself. So, oh my God, like if you don't work on that, it's very hard to ask yourself like the hard questions, like where I didn't take responsibility in my case, like I set myself that like these high expectations that I'm then disappointed that I didn't meet. And when I evaluate my, myself, my thoughts, my process, I'm like, 
where the hell did these expectations come from, you know? And it's hard, like it's very hard to look at that. But I know that's like my business mind. It's not like my life, me, like, yeah. A hundred percent. And I think because we've worked together for a long time, and everyone in my group, right? Like in the mastermind, everybody in the mastermind, we, this is, you know, I, I teach this way. Like it, I don't teach like hustle, just do another product, sell another, this, like, that's not the way I teach. But I think it's so interesting because when I meet other entrepreneurs and I meet people who are growing other business and they are like stressed the fuck out and working like 40, 50 hours a week to like really reach like, and there's no, look, no diss on that, but I'm just saying there's another way to grow your business and the results will happen and will come. Like that's a hundred percent true. Like if I was fucking hustling, I probably could have done like half a million this year. If I was like working through my pregnancy and like doing all this thing, if you were like fighting through, like, I mean, you do so fucking much, by the way, but like, if you like doubled the amount of energy you put into your business, of course you would make more money. I would make more money. Everyone would make more money, but how, like, how do you want to make money? Because I know I'm going to be like, I'm going to be at a million in a couple of years. Sophie's going to be in a million in a couple of years plus, but when we get there, we're going to be like, like, obviously we'll be going through growth, but one thing's for sure. We are not going to be working ourselves to the bone. Like it's just impossible at this point. Yeah. And I think also in this taking the responsibility, like I have had to ask myself, like, do I want to hustle my ass off? Yeah. Like, do I, you know, because I know what it takes. I know what I can do. And sometimes I'm like, honestly, like it's a waste of time to shit myself for not waking up earlier to do this because like, I'm not waking up like three days in a row earlier to do that because I don't want to do it. So like, why do I keep like cheating yeah. on myself? Like, I don't want to do it. And accepting that it's hard because then you have to accept your pace. And that's yeah. something you have to make peace with. Like, oh, make peace with your pace. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say too, guys, like, it's not like we don't hustle. Like we work really fucking hard. (laughs) And I think there is also seasons of grinding, right? Like there are seasons where you're going to put in the work and hustle and grind and like really just be about the work. And you're going to wake up in the morning and like work hard on this and, and, and stay up late. I am in one of those seasons a little bit right now. I'm in the middle of a launch. So like last night I was up till midnight writing emails and I was just like getting my head into my client's heads. I, but I don't have a f- problem with that right now. Like right now it's fine. I like expected it. It's okay. This is a safe space to work really hard. Um, but there are times too, in your business where you just have to process. And that's okay. And that's okay. And to also, like, I think it's in our responsibility, like to shift the the work culture a little bit, because for example, like you had a pregnancy, like I'm still in school. Like for me, like 
making school a priority in my life this this year was very freaking hard like I thought about dropping out like so many times um but yeah like it was a reality for me like I'm going through this and I also have a business but none of these things are my entire life you know like I'm still a human also yes none of these things are my entire life I love that so so much. Okay. Let's shift gears a little bit. Um, actually, before we do that, I want to just make sure we kind of went on a whole tangent when I asked you the question of like, how did you make your, um, hundred K one, you said strong purpose, um, and like the deep belief in like that things can be different for people, especially from a lens of like, basically like you have this, this tool, um, and you want to, share it with the world. And it's a big deal. Number two is humble enough to know that to like, to get help, like humble enough to get your, the support you need. I obviously do that too. Um, getting the support you need and not letting your ego be the thing that stops you from like getting the result. Did you want to add anything to that? It's okay. If you don't, I just wanted. Yeah. I, I also think like, um, getting help and support is one thing, but also like investing on your mind, you know, like for me, like investing on my, at the end of the day, like being a six figure coach is an identity. You know, I, I was a six figure coach before I ever, I like identify with that. So I think investing on your identity, it's a big thing. What does that look like for you? Oof. For me, I know like my my manifestation method, it's always like your identity creates your results. So if I embody being a six-figure coach, which I did, like I was, I have been like very responsible with my coaching, like with everything I had to do in my business, it's gonna happen in my reality, you know? So I think that's a big part of, of business. No, it is. It is. It and, is. Yeah. And working on this, like on working on yourself worth as a person, you know, like if you ask me how I made it, I think, yeah, working on my self-worth to be able to see my business as a project, as a, as a business. hundred percent. I think the separation is so valuable and important because it just like being an entrepreneur is like really brave. Like you're doing new shit all the time. You're trying again and again and again and again and again to be better and better and better and better. And that's going to affect the way you think about yourself and like, it'll bring up a lot of like self-worth stuff. So a hundred percent. Okay. Anything else you want to share? A hundred K like anything like, like, um, like strategy wise or sales wise that like, I know there was a phase where you really actually, okay. Let me ask you one more question and then we're going to wrap up. Cause this now it's getting long. <laughs> um, I have seen you evolve manifiesta this so much and make very big decisions to change it, to raise the price of it, to change the structure of it. Um, and I know it's been a journey for you to like really wrap your head around this offer. 
tell us a little bit about the process in like trusting yourself to make these decisions. Mm. I love this because it all comes down to this belief that we have practiced a lot and it's, I know what my clients need. I love that. And Manifiesta started as a three-day course. And honestly, I made a lot of money with it and I could have stick to it and I probably will be making like even more money now because it was so good. The thing was that I studied the program, like what problems people like come to the program for, like how did they experience the program and blah, blah, blah. And the thing I noticed was like, oh my God, like how can I, can I help these people like even deeper? Like I don't want for them to do like a three-day boot camp and then like don't have the support to um yeah to bring these tools into their lives. So my and I remember like even when I went viral on TikTok, like it, everything was down to like what do people need? On my Instagram, like I remember you telling me, like it's not about like having more followers, but serving the followers that you already have. Mm-hmm. And I have that has been my philosophy for everything. Like, how can I help these people better? Mm-hmm. It has been hard because when I shifted manifiestate to what it is today, mm-hmm. so many people question me. Mm-hmm. I questioned myself like yeah, so much. I remember. I, I doubted myself. Like I remember my friends telling me like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I don't understand. I personally don't know no one in Latin America that's doing something like Manifiestate. Like I haven't seen it. So yeah, like for me, it's been very hard to believe in 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 that Mm -hmm. but at the same time like I always go back to the evidence you know like like I ask myself like is there only other way to do what I'm doing and the answer is like no like this is the way Mm -hmm. so trusting that only me that I know like my clients I know what's best for them like I'm talking to them I'm listening to them and that my ideas are coming from their needs and I have to trust myself on that yeah that's such a good thought I know what my clients need um and just for those listening what I we went a lot we had a lot of conversations about your program and the structure of your program because you you have a lifetime program which is one of the I mean, it very well could be the fucking first in Latin America. (laughs) Like it very well can be. I know many people who have this type of format in, in the U S I'm planning to do my program, same kind of format as yours, um, next year, hopefully, which is so exciting, but I remember you having just so many people literally questioning for me, that's wild. I'm like, 
nobody would ever question me, but I know your, you have a community that were like, what is it? I don't understand Which like, it is a little different, um, compared to everything you'll see in the coaching space. Uh, how did you like, one is how did you learn to love, like start loving your offer? So for, or liking it. Like, no, yeah, and I, it's a process, honestly, y'all. I know people were questioning me because I didn't believe that much in it. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So, for once, I'm a very like spiritual person, and one thing I know is that I like channeled the idea. Like one day, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was looking at like my clients, like where where my clients' thoughts, where were like my clients thinking. And the idea came to me, like, this is what I have to do. And liking my offer, I think it came from trusting, again, that I know what's best for my clients. I did, like, a whole year of one-on-ones. I had, like, 50-plus one-on-one clients on, like, months, like, you know, like, programs. It was a lot. And also, like, looking at the evidence, like, I remember like first day of Manifiestate where I like we started like when I changed everything people were already getting results and I was like this works ah yeah I remember so So, yeah so good so 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 good okay we are going to wrap up Sophie you're just incredible you're fucking incredible. It has been such a cool experience for me to, to just like see you through this. Sometimes I think about our relationship and I'm like, I wish I had a one-on-one coach (laughs) because we were working one-on-one for so, so long. And till this day, I've never really had a one-on-one. I I guess I had one one one-on-one business coach, but like, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's it just to be able to see your experience from such a different lens than other people get to see it's just been such a gift you're so badass you are in like you're just the work you do is you're just at the beginning of um the impact that you're gonna make in this world and in latin america like so many people need what you have like this so many people need money fiesta they know that something's possible for them but they need these tools and i'm just really excited to see where your business goes in the next years oh my god thank you so much for me it's been always such like an honor like a privilege working with you i'm like always so amazed and I'm always so thankful for that version of me that invested like everything I had like yeah things were like I'm gonna do this and if there's anything I wish to the listener right now is for them like to pray the hell out of that belief you know like trust that you're gonna make it trust that your intuition is always talking to you and it's always like knocking at your door with the next steps the next time I have you on the podcast I just want to talk about manifestation yes I will love that's what we need to do next time okay where can the people find you 
Well, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Sophie Halfen. I'm sure Kat's going to write down because my last name is kind of like a thing. Um, and I have a podcast. It's called, it's in Spanish. It's called Para Crecer, which I'm also going to send Kat the link. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. I would love awesome. to share. And wait, one more thing. Tell us a little bit about like, just really quickly, Manifiesta there, like who it's for, like when can they learn more about that? Okay, so if you're hearing this and you're like, you know, listening to me and I'm like, oh my God, I love like, that. That's my me. vibe. I need yeah, something like, in that's my, my life. Vibe. Like that's for me, like the first sign that it's for you. But basically, Manifiestate is like a lifetime subscription where you're going to get like group coaching two times a week. You're going to get like weekly challenges to make sure we're coaching the hell out of your brain. Um, you're going to get like a platform where you're going to have videos, like tools, everything you need to make your dreams come true. Amazing. So get on her wait list if you are interested. It is Spanish speaking, by the way. So you have to know Spanish. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you so much. I love you and adore you. And yeah, thank you for being on the show. Again. Thank you for having me. Hey, amiga. If you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies, and webinars, and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out Four Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalcarmen.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.